A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Coffee Break Conversations, Season 1, Episode 2. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Coffee Break Conversations, a new series from the Radiolingua Network and Coffee Break Languages. My name's Mark, I'm the founder and host of Coffee Break, and in last week's episode, we spoke to Coffee Break Italian teacher Francesca. In today's episode, we are going to turn things around a little, because we'll be speaking to Coffee Break learner Catherine, who has experienced what it's like to learn French from scratch using Coffee Break content. Catherine's love of French started when she took a trip from the US, where she lives, to France in 2013. It was after this trip that she embarked on a totally new path in life and found herself, in her own words, in full-blown Francophile territory. After hearing about Coffee Break when she was on holiday with her husband, Catherine began to listen to the podcasts regularly from the very beginning. Fast forward five years and Catherine has been back to France several times and has followed all of the Coffee Break French courses right up to season four. She's living proof that you can indeed learn a language on your Coffee Break. Let's hear where her language learning journey has taken her today. So we're delighted to be joined today by Catherine. Bonjour Catherine. Bonjour Marc. Ça va? Ah, ça va bien, merci. Et vous? Très bien, très bien. We're delighted to have you here on Coffee Break Conversations to hear another story from one of our learners. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved in learning French. I've been learning French for about, let's see, about four and a half, five years now. It's kind of hard to believe that that's been this long at this point. But I went on a trip back in 2013 with my best friend to France, and I, I just absolutely fell in love with the country. And when I returned, I really, you know, had thought about learning it. But, you know, as, a, as someone in their 30s, where do you find the time to do that? And and as I was on a trip, actually, in Ecuador uh, with my husband, who's been learning Spanish, uh, we met a man who spoke beautiful, fluent Spanish. And he was from the States as well. And we asked him, how did you get to be so good at the language. And uh, his answer was that he had listened to Coffee Break Spanish. And we said, what is that? And uh, and so we both started listening to Coffee Break. It was a really easy way for me to start getting into learning French. Uh, and uh, you, Mark, and Anna were my companions to and from work for a long time. And it just sort of progressed from there. But that was the start. Fantastic. It's always great to know that we, we are able to attract a worldwide audience for, for our, our courses. And, and great to know that the audience is talking to each other and spreading the word. Yes. Do, do you find it on a day-to-day -day basis, even when, when you started or even now, 
do you find it difficult to find that time to concentrate on learning? Because it's sometimes difficult to, to find the long parts of time that you might need to learn. When it comes to finding time when I can sit down and be able to write anything down or, or do those kinds of things, that's always been very difficult for me to find that that moment. Uh, but what I was able to do, you know, I do a lot of driving for work. And so podcasts are my best friend. And so the audio part, the being able to repeat, to practice verbally, that I'm able to find time in spades every week to be in my car, to try to practice. But the the being able to sit down and, and write, to refresh, to, to practice in that way has always been a little bit more challenging for me. And it still is challenging now, even as I am working on actual French university courses, I still have to really practice strong time management to figure out when to do that. So you mentioned university courses. Tell us a little more about that. So um, I maybe I, I've lost my mind, but I, uh, <laughs> I decided uh, after doing a, a French immersion in Montpellier in September in France, I came back and I just felt that, you know, I've spent these last several years working on French, you know, the French language, the culture, all of it is really a huge passion for me. And it hasn't died down at all in the last four years, five years, it's only gotten stronger. And when I came back, I just knew, you know, I felt very stagnant in my current career and I knew this is what I wanted to do. And so I spent a couple of months researching how can I do a bachelor's degree online, going back to school. And I found a degree that I would be able to do completely online, actually from a different state uh, in the United States. And I started some classes in January and I do two classes right now since I am still working full time. And so I'm about four weeks in. I think I just finished my fourth week of a French composition and a francophone cinema class. So they're both very interesting and I am learning so much so quickly. That's absolutely fantastic. So for which organization is it that's running this course, if you don't mind me asking? I am going back to school through Georgia Southern University. And so this is a course that's going to last how long? How long will this take to complete? Or is that flexible depending on the time you have available? Yeah, it's a little bit flexible. So when I decided to go back to school, they had me take a, uh, a verbal test basically to see where to put me since you know they thought maybe I wouldn't need to be in some of the initial courses for the degree itself. So I had to do a, a phone kind of test with the dean of the university program. And so they were able to put me in about a junior level class, which in the European language learning scale is about a B1. And uh, so they were able to put me in those classes. So I, I was able to skip a few, which is really nice. Probably going to take me about two to three years to finish this at the rate that I'm going. No, that's that's amazing. Um, so you, you mentioned there the European scales. So for, for our listeners who aren't familiar with the, the European scales, they go from A1 to A2, then up to B1, B2, and then on to C1, C2. So C2 is almost pretty much fluent and, and indeed uh, fluent in, in many areas. Um, but B1, already at a B1 level, you're able to cope with French in, in a huge variety of scenarios and and use it in, in a very practical way. So that, that's fantastic that you've you've reached that level um, and that you can jump these classes, as you say. 
you mentioned French cinema. So is this French language cinema or specifically cinema from France? French language. So this cinema course is actually specifically not from France. And uh, so far we've watched a movie from Switzerland. The last movie we just watched was from Quebec in Canada. And I think that this week we're starting on some African French speaking cinema. So it should be interesting. You'll be exposed to a whole range of accents then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Already the, uh, the Quebecois accent last week was quite challenging and I'm glad to have had the practice because I will be going to Montreal for the first time in May. So I thought, oh boy, this is good to practice. Montreal is a beautiful city. I'm sure you'll, you'll absolutely love it. Looking forward to it. You mentioned that you've been listening to Coffee Break French for, for some time. Do you have any particular favorite episodes or favorite courses that you've, you've used? Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I've listened to every audio season of Coffee Break. Uh, I really enjoy the interactions uh, that you have with uh, various people throughout the season. So of course in season one, which for the first couple of years that I was learning French, I re-listened to over and over again because I understood it in different ways, depending on how I was doing with my own personal French progress. And I really appreciated having Anna also as a uh, brand new French learner to almost feel like I was working with at the same time. Um, and I also really enjoy uh, when you're working with Pierre Benoit because uh, I, he just seems to have such a wonderful personality and to be so full of life. And I really enjoy hearing his uh, perspective on the country where he grew up when he talks about the uh, patois from the area he grew up in and uh, you know the fact that that has kind of become a lost piece of language, something that, you know, they aren't teaching as much anymore. So I just really enjoy the interactions that you have with your regular guests as well. And will you be following our, our new series that's by the time this goes out, we'll have launched uh, La Vérité Éclate Toujours. Um, are you looking forward to that one? I am. I saw uh, that you were going to be doing that on the Instagram page. And I told my husband, actually, I said, oh, I get a new a new coffee break French season. And sometimes he gets jealous when a French one comes out <laughs> before another Spanish one. And, you know, <laughs> so. Oh, well, there's, there's new Spanish content going out too at the moment. So we've got the magazine continuing. So I hope that he's enjoying that. I'm sure he is. You've had the chance to to travel. You mentioned being in, in Montpellier. You, did you do a, a course in Montpellier? I did. Uh, so I, after I had been doing coffee break for probably half a year, I decided to look into some personalized lessons as well. And so I started taking courses from an American woman who has been living in Lyon for the past six years, mm -hmm. who did her master's over there. And uh, I do Skype lessons with her once a week for half an hour. And uh, the combination of coffee break and working with her has really helped me to be able to get to the point that I was at when I decided to do this immersion program in Montpellier. And I bring her up, her name is Michaela, and she's just fantastic. Um, I bring her up because when I started talking about the immersion, she really, really encouraged me to do it, talked about how helpful it would be just to you know, be around people just speaking French all the time. And in looking at where to do it, because there are so many beautiful cities in France where you can do an immersion, uh, including Lyon, she talked about Montpellier and the fact that I would probably really enjoy it there. I'd never been there, that you know, it's well known for its uh, language schools, its French language schools. So 
I chose Montpellier. There's a lot of language schools there. I think there's about 14 French language schools, but I chose uh, the school called LSF. And um, as an American, unfortunately, we do not get that much time off per year, something I'm very jealous of from people of uh, other cultures and countries. Uh, So I took two weeks and I was able to take those two weeks to go over to Montpellier and participate in the language school there. And and Montpellier was a beautiful city. The, The school was fantastic. The teachers were so wonderful. It was such a wonderful, just amazing experience that being there and speaking French 24 hours a day, seven days a week is really what let me know, okay, yeah, it's, it's time to do do this to, to get even more serious about it. Yeah, I think you, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's about completely immersing yourself and, and taking that opportunity to be surrounded by the language 24 hours a day. Uh, not everyone is, is able to do that, of course. And there are other ways in, in which you can almost have a virtual immersion in a sense. Uh, and that's something we're looking at as well to try to kind of almost design a, a virtual immersion uh, weekend for, for our, our learners to be able to take part in. That's something we're, we're working on too. So hopefully our listeners will be able to benefit from that. That would be fantastic because, you know, especially I was there by myself, which was a whole other experience and just just meeting all those new people who were just as interested in the language. I'm sure doing that virtually would be just as amazing. That's That's fantastic. Okay, we will find out a little more about Catherine's experiences in just a moment. Here at Coffee Break Languages, we provide a whole range of materials to help you take your next step with learning a language. We offer free podcasts in a range of languages and also full online courses with video materials, lesson notes and more to help you make faster progress. Just search for Coffee Break Languages or visit coffeebreakacademy.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. In addition then to, to Montpellier, have you had the chance to, to visit any other places in France? Yes, uh, I kind of have made it my life mission uh, since I went the first time. And, you know, that first time, of course, went to Paris, uh, kind of made it my life mission to really explore 
France as much as I possibly could. And, and I will tell you, I'm well known among my friends for being very, very good at finding pretty cheap flight deals and uh, being able to master some some pretty good travel experiences on pretty good rate. Probably should have been a travel agent. But uh, <laughs> uh, so in addition, of course, I've, I've been to Paris a few times and I really enjoy getting to bring people who've never been to go with them and experience it with them again, as if it's the first time. Uh, but I also had some time to travel into Lyon and uh, thought that Lyon was just a beautiful, wonderful city that that was so different. You know, each city is is so vastly different from the others. And depending on which region you go to, how far south, how far north. Um, and I just thought that Lyon was very interesting. We did a fantastic uh, gastronomy tour, which, of course, they're the gastronomy capital of France. So it was it was such a privilege to be able to do that and actually had the opportunity to meet uh, my Skype French teacher that lives there that I had been working with for years. So I've had a couple opportunities to meet up with her in my trips to France as well. Fantastic. Many opportunities then by the sense of things. Do you find when you when you arrive in, in a French speaking place, do you find it takes some time to get back into the way of, of thinking in French and using French in, in a in a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I I do think it, it takes me a little bit to get back into speaking it. Uh, and I think that probably comes a fair amount from my own anxiety. You know, when I arrive, um, just worrying about Am I going to say the right thing? Are people going to understand me? And I, I think that anxiety lessens each time I have the opportunity to go and actually speak to people and see how how much they just appreciate that I am trying, that I am trying to speak the language. I've never had an experience where somebody was rude to me when I was doing my best. Um, but it, it does take me a little bit of time when I go. But I really think that's more of a personal personal fear almost than anything that is the fault of the people or, or anything of that nature. I think as soon as people see that you are making the effort and that, that you're trying your best, regardless of how many mistakes you make, and, and that's something for, for all the listeners to encourage you to, to, to try, uh, when people see that, they immediately change their, their, their outlook towards you. They, they basically are much more open and, and ready to, to connect with you and, and to, to have the conversation. Yes, I've in fact seen in very touristy areas, you know, where they're used to just immediately speaking English the moment that they can tell that you're not native French, um, that they're used to just starting to speak English. And when I've insisted on, you know, doing my best to speak French, I've watched their faces just break into a big smile, even when I was first learning. And I know I was just sounded terrible. You know, they still would smile and, and then respond back to me in French. Um, and that always made my day just to see the fact that I made them smile. You know, I might, I might not be saying the right thing, or I might not sound great, sound just like an American girl doing her best, but they, <laughs> but they, they really do appreciate it. And you are rewarded with big smiles and, and probably better service. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Where where where's where next for you in, in terms of your French? Obviously, you've mentioned that you're you're on this uh, university degree course now. Um, do you see that having a role to play in in your future career, or is it 
is it the, the, the online travel agent that you, you want to set up? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like or, you know, where, where the future will take me. I've, I've learned at this point to kind of let the process kind of play itself out in life, you know, best laid plans and all that. But I know that I want it to have some place uh, in my future. I really feel that this is, you know, my passion. It's what I'm supposed to be doing in whatever way, shape or form that takes. Uh, I, you know, envision perhaps going on and getting a master's if at the end of my bachelor's, I'm still as interested as I am now, which I can't imagine that changing. You know, I wouldn't mind uh, teaching. I, I enjoy teaching as as someone who has done a lot of uh, public speaking or working with groups or, you know, individually, I, I enjoy talking with others. And so, you know, I could see teaching, I could see doing something in international relations, but I'm really open to it. I just really want to get to the point where I'm at that C2, <laughs> going back to that European standard. I want to be there. So that's the goal right now. Fantastic. Well, we, we wish you well with achieving that goal. Do you have any words of advice for other learners who are similar to yourself, who have developed this passion for the language, but sometimes find it difficult to either maintain that passion or indeed find the time to fully to fully benefit from, from the, the language? The thing that helps me the most is just remembering that learning a language is a slow process, particularly as an adult. And so the most important thing is just to keep going. Whether you feel like you're stuck, you're in a rut, things have gotten suddenly very difficult. You know, my husband does a great job of reminding me when I'm going, oh my gosh, I no longer have any idea what I'm doing and I'm terrible at this. And I, what am I thinking? I'm not good at, at speaking French. He says, that just means that you're at a new level. You've progressed somewhere you weren't before. And now you're back at the bottom of that level. And that's a good thing. And, and I think that that's, that's the same, whether you're at an A1, a B1, whatever level you're at, whatever time you have to devote any little bit of time that you get to spend doing it is going to help. Whether you never choose to continue beyond travel phrases, you know, just trying, learning and expanding into that new language, that new culture is so good for expanding your mind and and so I would just say, find any minute you have, you know, if you're driving, if you're doing the chores, I've worn headphones before while vacuuming and, and listened to, to you, Mark. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, any minute you have is worth it. And, and just to not give up. Absolutely. Very, very sound advice. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Very briefly then, our, our, our quick fire round where we've got a couple of questions for you. Um, and we just like your, your first answers on these. So first of all, what's your favorite language? French. <laughs> and do you have a favorite word or phrase in, in that language? Pomplemousse. Oh, why? It's such a cute word, I think. <laughs> I just like the sound of it. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and uh, do you have a favorite film or song or, or book or, or some piece of, of content in the language? I actually just watched a movie that I thoroughly enjoyed uh, called uh, Nanner le Serre de Mozart. Okay. And uh, it's a French film that I just watched last week. I thoroughly enjoyed that. 
we will put a link in the in the show notes to to that or, or a trailer or something like that for the for that film um and then our, our listeners can can check that out too and one final question if you had the opportunity to spend the perfect coffee break with someone to practice your your french where would it take place and who would it be with i love this question uh <laughs> i have actually thought about this something I've dreamed about for a, a, uh, for several years. Uh, and so this is an easy answer for me, uh, particularly if I can pick what era in time. So I would absolutely be with Ernest Hemingway at La Classerie de Lila in Paris in the 1920s. And while he may not be the best person to help me better my French, he's certainly a good person to help me further deepen my appreciation of the culture. And I would love to sit there and just talk to him about why he thinks or felt that Paris was a movable feast. Excellent. I love that answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for your time today to uh, to share your experiences of, of learning French with our Coffee Break Conversations listeners. And we wish you, as ever, bonne continuation with your French. Uh, merci et thank you for having me. What a great story. It's lovely to know that Catherine was able to take these huge steps to change the path of her life, allowing her to incorporate her passion for French into her career path, even returning to university to study the language in more depth. It's also great to hear that Coffee Break French helped her reach this goal in some way. We thank Catherine for taking part in this interview and look forward to hearing where her French will take her next. Now, if you've enjoyed the show, please consider giving the podcast a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your your favourite podcast app, whichever that happens to be. This helps other people discover it and uh, benefit from the experience and the, the tips and tricks provided by our interviewees. In next week's episode, I'll be joined by someone who works in languages and he'll be sharing some of his ideas about language learning and his experience. Until then, thanks for listening and, of course, happy coffee breaking. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.